0: welcome to the two tunes podcast i'm bo i'm brandon <laughs> why are you talking like that because <laughs> we're idiots no, all right um good. new movies new tv shows you watching anything you finishing up everything i am in the midst of watching invincible okay that's on still Amazon ongoing
1: right. yep and uh a murder at the end
0: of the world how's that good that's on netflix
1: no it's on hulu
0: Okay. Um do you have HBO? No. Okay. There's a there's a T V show, it's it's animated. It's called Scavengers Rain. Okay. Rain R E I G N R E I G N? Yeah. It's really good. It looks similar to like um. Like uh, Studio Ghibli, kind of, sort of, but, like, doesn't have, like, the fun, like, childlike. Because it's not meant for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. It's an alien planet, and you don't really know what's going on. But, like, it's, it's, like, crash land on this planet, and then, like, but no one really understands the planet. But stuff's happening, and I don't know. It's really cool. I know that I didn't sell it at all. But it's super cool and then the music of it is super cool as well the music is done by a person named is it Nicholas Snyder Nicholas Cage Nicholas Snyder so music like this should turn that up it's quiet <laughs> so
1: like, Ambient, lo-fi. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there you go. And then who else did I find recently that was, like, really interesting? There was a... It was an album that was, like... Like, Day in the Life. And then, like, From This Day to This Day or something like that. Um I think it was on the the Grammys. It was. It was one it was one of the Grammy nom- nominations. Okay. Um I think it was like electronic. Speaking of Grammys, this is old news technically because we already like I mean Grammys are coming out. Grammy like, nominations came out or are a while out. ago. Yeah. But like the, the the ceremony is in February. But people should know there's not just the general field, which is record of the year, album of the year, song of the year, best new artist, producer of the year, non-classical, song of the year, non-classical.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's more than that. Yes. And yet again, it's not just like field one, pop and dance electronic music. You got to go down farther. How many how many categories are you aware of? Okay, it's, uh, the, the the artist is called Fred again. Oh, yeah. I know period. Fred again. And, and Actual Life 3, January 1st through September 9th. Yeah. And he'll record yeah, yeah. his life and then, like, throw them into his music. Yeah. I've been listening to him off and on
1: for a while. It's, yep. It's interesting stuff.
0: Um, my favorite category right now, um, while going down, th- well, first... Oh, there we are there, like, should, 160 categories? There's not 160, but there's a, there's a ton. Um, cause there's even stuff like album artwork. Yeah. 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 And like well, box we'll, set we'll, packaging. We'll, we'll get down there, but there's a new category, best alternative jazz album, mm-hmm. which I think is super cool. And we got Kurt Elling and, and Charlie Hunter and super blue. Super blue. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that counts, but
1: yeah, it's just the stuff they don't know what to do with. Yeah. It's people who are, they would call jazz, but then the,
0: well, like the, uh, they used to. What it's like is stuff
1: it? I would play on my, but is a jazz, yeah, playlist.
0: Which now, because I've listened to a whole bunch of that stuff, it's uh-huh. all popping up on my, uh-huh. my feed. Oh, where are you? There's um, Super Blue did a thing of covers. It's really good. An EP. Okay, so there's a new category. Well, there it's not a new category. It's an it's an old category, but the they used to call it like new age music mm-hmm. but now it's like new age ambient and chant album mm. so like i i tend to look at that um category because of the ambient but like some of those wouldn't work together wouldn't be the similar yeah genre are uh, you familiar with
1: laraji i am not listen to an interview with him with on mark maron's podcast okay so he's feel- apparently like the guy who like started ambient music
0: no, isn't that, um... Eno? Yeah. He worked, he, like, Eno, like, worked with him. Wow, well, okay. But also, um, Eric Satie. Is one of... I know that it's at, like... He's, like, an impressionist, isn't he? Yeah, but it, <laughs> like, he came up as, like, oh, it needs to be, like, furniture music. Oh, okay. Where it's just, like, it needs to go to the background, and that's, like... Mm, yeah. So, field eight. Children's. Comedy. Audiobooks. Visual media and music video slash film. So best children's music album, best comedy album. Which you should know all of these names. Trevor Noah, mm-hmm. Wanda Sykes, Chris Rock, Sarah Silverman, Dave Chappelle. Boo. Who will win? Boo Chappelle. Boo. Uh Best Audiobook Narration and Storytelling Recording. Meryl Street, William Shatner, Rick Rubin, Senator Bernie Sanders. Michelle Obama. Didn't like last year or two years ago, Barack Obama was on here? Probably. Is he going to EGOT winner? Uh, Best compilation soundtrack for visual media. You're just reading Grammy. I am. I am. But this one's, (laughs) well, this, that one's not good. The next one is good. Best score soundtrack for visual media, including film and television. There's five artists or five, no, there's five albums nominated. Okay. Barbie. Mark Ronson and, mm-hmm. and Andrew Watt. Black
1: Panther, done by who? Uh, um, it just went right out of my head. The oh, what the heck is
0: his name? It starts with an L.
1: Yeah. What? Oh my god! It's, it's the just... middle
0: name of a very famous composer.
1: Oh, Ludwig Göransson. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I can. Who
0: is also nominated for Oppenheimer in the same category? Yep. <laughs> the Fablemans
1: uh john williams
0: john williams who is also indiana jones in the in the dial of destiny so there's five albums that are but there's really three people and yeah. two of them have have a, a better chance than the other uh best score soundtrack for video games and other interactive media bear McCreary is on that list friend of the pod friend of the podcast uh best song written for visual media this is the best category this is my favorite category okay there's five nominees Okay, so "Lift Me Up" from the Black Panther soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Uh, What was I made for? From Barbie, Mm -hmm. I'm just Ken from Barbie. Mm -hmm. Dance the night from Barbie and Barbie World from Guess What, Barbie. Nice. (laughs) So who do you think is gonna win? It'd
1: be funny if the Black Panther song won.
0: Yes, I agree. That would be. (laughs) I, I think that it's a Rihanna song. Yeah. Um, I want i'm just ken to win i don't think it's going to at all because it's on there probably as a joke i think that it's going to be billy eilish mm-hmm. for what was i made for i think that's a really really good song mm-hmm. <clears throat> um but yeah plus i didn't think it was billy eilish when i first heard it i'm like is this is really this, is this uh wait who would, it, who would it? i thought it was phoebe bridger oh okay which it kind of could be yeah uh, best music video, best music film, which there's a Tupac called Dear Mama, mm-hmm. which I'm like, didn't he die like 30 years
1: ago? Yeah, this friend is killer probably.
0: Maybe. Um, and then Field 9. Field 9 is the one that like no one cares about, but like the people who do it are making great stuff so packaging notes and historical so best recording package which is the physical Mm -hmm. package of the the record
1: yeah i think that's what august burns red was nominated for and i think under
0: oath was nominated for as well Mm -hmm. Uh, best box or special limited edition packaging best album notes so if you're good at writing essays Mm -hmm. about artists you could get a grammy for it do you know who should get one of
1: those is i'm going to bring them to the podcast but a band called silent planet for one of their earlier albums they used to do like a ton of liner notes okay and it was like it was almost like an annotated mm-hmm. stuff it would be like oh we well, this is where i got this lyric from and this is what the influenced this and
0: mm-hmm. yeah a lot of those records are like um compilations mm-hmm. of stuff and more like historical yeah type sense. the album notes because like the music is part of the essay yeah like they're talking about this music and it's like by the way here's the the thing uh best historical album so a lot of like collections of stuff mm-hmm. field 10 is production engineering composition and arranging which if you know what those things are you know what those things are uh, best immersive audio album. Are you just going to read all? No, the no, I, I these, these are these are <laughs> categories that I think are important and that are cool. Sure. Like the best immersive audio out audio mm-hmm. album. Most people don't even know what that. Like, how do I even listen to that? And that's mm-hmm. where Dolby Atmos comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Bear McCreary is mm-hmm. on that one, and Alicia Keys is on there. What else? I'm trying to go all the way down. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe there are a hundred. There's more than 100. I'm pretty sure. Nah, there's 94. Oh, okay. Um,
1: speaking of Alicia Keys, yeah. You, have you seen those videos where they'll? It's different companies and different things do them on YouTube or whatever. They're like, we're gonna have this professional artist listen to this song. They've never heard it before, and then they like figure out how to play it. Yeah, yeah. There's a good one with. Um, uh, is it Sput? I think from from Starkey Puppy, where he listens to um, Enter Sandman for the first time. Okay. Like he's he's literally never heard that song before, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like listening to it, and he's sitting at the drum kit while he's listening to it, and he's mm-hmm. like figuring out all the things, and then he plays, and then he plays it. Yeah, yeah. So there's that. But I just saw one with Jordan Rudess from uh, Dream Theater. He's a okay. the keyboard player from Dream Theater. Okay. And they play him, uh, what is that song called? The Alicia Keys, Jay Z, the New York. Like this is New York. New York. <clears throat> yeah, with the piano <clears throat> yeah. thing. So they play him that track with no piano. Like they they fully take the piano out. Oh, that's a, that's cooler. And then they play it for him again. He's never heard. It. He doesn't even know who it is. They tell him, like, oh, it's an Alicia Keys song. I'm like, yeah, it's Alicia Keys and Jay Z. Like they could mention that, whatever. But like he's he's listening to it for the first time like live and you're watching it and then he just starts noodling around like once he figures it out then he starts noodling around like does all this different stuff and then they put it then they play it for him again they're like well here's the actual part and he's like okay and then he like does more stuff it's really cool and because he's like the guy from dream theater he's got all these different sounds and different yeah, things going on, and whatever. And he's just, I think he's only playing on like a Nord or something. Like, mm-hmm. he has multiple keyboards, and he's yeah, got yeah. one of those like C boards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but it's just really cool. And he like comes, he like switches sounds and does stuff, but it's kind of cool to watch him do it like in real time. That's very cool. He also says, He's like, I have perfect pitch, so as soon as I
0: think, fi- like, it's easier for him to figure out what's going on sooner. I think somebody asked me that the other day, and it's like, Do you have perfect pitch? And I'm like, No. Um, good story. Yeah, great story. <laughs> <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted by my own thoughts because I I think I remember what class it was in. Um, and uh there's a student who's uh who's really awesome just saying um and they were getting we we were doing that that uh um I think we did we I, I it's been so long the the ear training thing. We were doing that. We were like testing them. Okay. And that student was uh getting them all correct okay and I'm like that's really good they felt they felt really good about themselves mm-hmm. I'm like, but then I had another student who's like "Couldn't I, I would change it didn't hear a difference yeah. at all mm-hmm. it's like okay <laughs> and I'm like how do I get you to hear this yeah like it's drastic yeah just saying cool so what do we do here Bo here. you read the internet <laughs> that's what we do we read the internet Bo reads the internet um we talk about two tunes yeah you're first i am first i was really hoping there were lyrics in this for some reason uh they're not it's i know rental.
1: okay uh this is a tune called ow it is by mary lou williams do you know mary lou williams <clears throat> no you should get hip to mary lou williams she's a really good composer uh she got her start she was a jazz piano player composer arranger uh she kind of got her start in a group called andy kirk and the 12 clouds of joy and then she kind of went off from there was doing different stuff had her own band and some other things this is a tune though that she wrote for duke ellington orchestra Mm -hmm. the duke ellington orchestra but they never played it (laughs) i don't know why uh he often, he didn't play a lot of stuff from outside people. It was mostly his mm-hmm. things or Billy Strayhorn's or occasionally some other people in the band. So maybe that's why. But um, yeah, it's, man, it's, it's super progressive sounding. Um, it was actually like written earlier, like this arrangement's from 67, but like it was written in the fifties, I believe. Um, and it's just really sounds progressive for the time. Like if you told me that Gordon Goodwin, great big band writer and composer, Wrote this tune, I would believe it like it sounds very i mean it's a modern recording, but it sounds like like the writing sounds modern mm-hmm. as well which is which is pretty cool um and I just really dig it so. did you
0: choose this for the artist or did you choose it for the uh uh writer what because the artist is oh the, the performer Dutch-
1: yeah the Dutch jazz orchestra yeah, it's they're the performers no, I chose it because of Mary Lou Williams Okay. There, this is just the best recording of it. Like, it's okay. it's newer and it's clean and stuff. But, yeah, it's really, it's really cool. It's got, like, this kind of, like, spy noir kind of thing going on at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, which comes back a little bit later. There's this, like, African waltz section in the middle okay. um, where there's, like, competing time feels and things going on. Mm-hmm. Um, where there's, like, this, like, overarching triplet thing, which is the African waltz part. But then there's, like, these other things going on. It's not as, like clear and obvious like oh drastic shift and change and whatever but Point with out. within the band you would you would kind of know my my top jazz band is currently working on this tune so cool they're they're really into it all right so here's ow
0: what's ow stand for? i don't know oh the first I, so I listened to it today and then i'm think when i was listening to it i was like oh this is the fairly odd parents okay yeah I can hear that Timmy was an average kid it's
1: got a little bit of that Incredibles vibe too yes it's just really sophisticated writing like I don't know how to people just have to listen to more big band stuff and just know that but
0: yeah do you think our listeners will
1: maybe a few well yeah. I Maybe mean, this encourages yeah. you to go listen to some more big band writing. Yeah, we had Big Band a couple weeks ago. Weird kind. It's more like symphonic jazz. Yeah. Yeah, the Dutch Jazz Orchestra, great performing group, obviously they've done a bunch of things of like historical kind of things like you were talking about those those categories yeah like compilations of things they did a few albums of like billy strayhorn's music and they've done this one some other stuff as well so if you want to hear like good clean recordings of things uh newer newer recordings of older things they're they're a good group to check out Yeah, her use of harmony is is part of what makes her so, so modern.
0: There's no credit on the on the Apple music for this.
2: This
1: is the African Waltz part. into it again it goes back to the a section essentially the only thing i don't love is the ending it's kind of abrupt yeah i could use like a couple more hits i don't know but it's yeah it's it's really kind of cool I dig it. Yeah. Like I said, my kids are really into it. We're excited to... We've, we've been playing it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be on our March concert and um, probably... So we we just got accepted to the um, Essentially Ellington Regional Festival at Temple, uh, which is a pretty big deal Like in this area. Um, it's pretty cool. We've been, we've been invited probably like 15 years in a row, mm-hmm. maybe more. It's been since before I've had the gig. Um, so it's a pretty cool uh thing to get to go to but um it is through the essentially ellington program uh through jazz lincoln center in new york city and Lou williams's music has been featured through that Mm -hmm. program not this particular tune but um so i think we're gonna probably play this one if we get it up to snuff we'll we'll play this one at the the festival which would be pretty cool we get to work with some of the temple faculty who are all great professional jazz musicians and stuff so cool yeah play this and play a stray horn tune and Maybe something else. That's
0: awesome. Yeah,
1: congratulations. So, thanks. But yeah, it's a cool tune. I like it. <coughs> People should check out more of her stuff.
0: Now for something completely different. <laughs> um, I've been meaning to have uh, Candy Carpenter on for a while, and mm-hmm. this is not the same Carpenter that I was going to say. You texted me about <coughs> a different Carpenter. Yeah, which we might Sabrina Carpenter. Mm-hmm.
1: You're like, have we heard this person? And I was like, no. And then you sent me this, and I was like, that's not her either.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. No. Uh, Candy Carpenter, they have a oh, where are you? Because I know I have it on here. So they have an album I believe it's called Demonology. And a lot of the tunes are about uh, getting out of of or they're dealing with christianity and then demonology part one uh a lot of them they're like they're they're scary ish mm-hmm. type type things but uh, i think i found her on tiktok them i apologize they're they them
1: they are f- i don't know if you know this Bob, but i'm
0: not on tiktok i know (laughs) you've already said that many many times um american singer songwriter who was born in toledo ohio but raised in lansing michigan uh released uh, in 2023 they released their alt pop debut demonology part one a six song ep produced by carpenter peter shirkin and alden witt The music centers around her personal stories of growing up in the Midwest and leaving Christianity. After years of performing as a country and Americana artist, this release was a sonic and a thematic departure. Which also this leading on to this, uh, it's called Seasonal Depression, kind of following with my December theme Mm -hmm. of songs that are December-ish or Christmas-y. More wintry, mm-hmm. And figuring out exactly what is what. Stuff like that. So here is the song Seasonal Depression. And it's just a single. Mm-hmm. Just a one off. The album cover is a very tiny snowman. Seasonal Depression.
2: It's the nightmare before I love all the references. It's happening again
1: Yeah, the lyrics are very clever
2: Here comes good old seasonal Depression setting in I used to love the fairy lights And tacky-ass reindeer Now all I see is plastic waste And manufactured cheer does it go all the time and all the hope all the grass is dead and brown but i don't see any snow there are centers at the mall and parties to attend but it doesn't feel like christmas time again
0: not like when we were kids I'm like more and more but Paying attention to the song itself
2: mm-hmm. it's another And like
0: Like it's starting to get more electric
2: And distorted shower, and the sun Is it? In, the,
0: in the, the right speaker
2: I'm curled mm-hmm. up in bed With all the ghosts of There's Christmas a little distorted past. guitar Where does it go the time
0: it turns brown snow. but it's not dead it can die there
2: are centers at the mall and parties to attend but it doesn't feel like Christmas time again
0: bridge
1: I was expecting this to go like a little bit more minor yeah
0: Maybe that's a little too on the nose. Oh, sh- they, they play strings in this. Yeah. I don't know exactly what string. I mean, there's cello, cello on right now, but maybe it's because there's two people who are playing strings.
2: I don't have a lot to say.
1: Ride, I'm kind of quiet during this, but, but it's I nice, yeah. Yeah, lyrically, so very clever.
2: Another year over. It's almost Have
0: you listened to more of their stuff? Yeah, that uh demonology records. Yeah. I've been meaning to bring them to the podcast.
2: No, it doesn't feel like Christmas time. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's called seasonal depression christmas songs with beau
0: yes did i did two queens in last week two queens in a king size bed wasn't no maybe next next week will be a happy uplifting probably not
1: it's time for me to bust out my dope christmas playlist
0: <clears throat> yeah yeah it is um so uh next week will be the the episode before christmas and then christmas. we'll have one after and then it'll be the new year
1: Okay, so I should find a Christmas song, is what you're saying?
0: Next week, yeah, you should find like a real Christmas song. I don't know.
1: I got a few. I got a whole playlist, Bo. It's it's a dope playlist, isn't it's, it? It's two hours and thirty nine minutes. It's too long.
0: <laughs> it's a, it's a playlist. I know. It's you just keep going. I've been playing a lot of music in. I my added house. a few things to it this year already. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I should like
0: curate it and actually like put it in some kind of order. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. I won't ooh um okay random completely off topic mm-hmm. idea thought process thing mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so I'm part of a bunch of discords mm-hmm. uh, there's like an ambient discord ambient fame
1: that's you like ambient music yeah
0: yeah and then there's also a couple lo-fi uh, ones and then there's this one guy uh, he goes by late late night tones lo-fi hip-hop chill music and you can like submit for playlist consideration and then he'll he'll listen to it but mm-hmm. like as a live stream and i was like did i did i put my new my new jam on here which actually at the recording of this i think there's going to be another one coming out soon now i think about it um another lo-fi from from echoes in the Wellhouse. Mm-hmm. But he's to it. He didn't really, like, comment too much on it. It's like, oh, there's no... B-. The, the only comment was, like, oh, there's no bass. And I'm like, I realize why there's no bass. Mm-hmm. I Air quotes. Because, like, I put it through a filter, and it's, like, a vinyl replica. And mm-hmm. I usually put it to, like, the 70s or the 60s. Okay. So it cuts off a lot of the low end, mm-hmm. which maybe I shouldn't do that. I should, <laughs> let, the, I, I should <laughs> let the bass come through. Yeah. You can still hear it, but it's not as, like... Thick and like yeah. oh, there's bass in there, uh, and I also noticed that it's kind of it's a lot quieter than the other people's mixes. So gotcha. need to fix that for for other releases. Which there's one that's coming out. I it's either
1: already out or <laughs> this is what happens when we record ahead.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean it, it comes out in December, and I think it's the teens. Here, let me let me look. Gotcha.
1: While you're looking that up, I've got. A couple yeah. of comic recommendations. December 15th. There we go. And it's time to go to fifth period or whatever.
0: Yeah. Fifth period. Five, two. <laughs>
1: um, so this Friday, now that my classes are over, I've like had a chance to read for pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I did not have time to, Yeah, I don't before. have time either. Um, but I, what I've been reading mostly are some comics. Um, mm-hmm. and there's a really good, uh, run. I think it's by Tom King. Who's, who's done a lot of good runs on a lot of things. Um, but it's called it's about a character named the human target and he's like is the is the is the it's called human target yeah i know I'm, i know human target okay see you know this tom king run
0: it's pretty hold on you keep going okay. it was a tv show i think
1: uh
0: yeah yeah i, I know why you're saying
1: yeah yeah it was i think it was like loosely based on yeah the dc comic thing but anyway this this run is is that he gets he gets poisoned mm-hmm. and it's going to take him 12 days to die and so he's got 12 days to like solve his own poisoning and murder essentially
0: yeah that that was not the yeah. was that just the run that you were that's reading that's the run that i'm reading now okay.
1: and i read the first volume of it which gets you through like the first 5 or 6 days so there's a whole the whole rest of it to go but it's really really do- like well done and interesting and because he's a dc character like it does involve some dc characters and things um, so it's it's pretty good uh there is another also DC comic um but I think it's more vertigo I don't know mm-hmm. but it's um it's called The Nice House on the Lake Okay I people should just read it it's really it's like it's, it's kind of like a thriller sort of thing it's it I can't really give anything away about it but it's really good and I'm into the first volume of that as well Um what's the other thing I just read can't remember but those two i highly recommend nice house on the lake and then this tom king i want i should make sure it's tom king
0: so of human Target. H- human target yeah uh the yes the tv show was based on the comic book the yeah. first season had some really great things going on and then they switched showrunners and then they kind of changed the whole thing yeah um it is tom king the one i'm thinking of by the way oh book two is out sweet christopher chance is that the character's name that's the character's name yeah yeah yeah. so he's um in the tv show the i think the reason that i decided oh i'm gonna watch this show is because the music the theme music for the first season was done by bear mccreary hmm. but then they switched it on the second season and then changed all the music and i was like why are you okay yeah that's weird but it had a uh jackie or earl harley harley jackie er- earl, earl ha- Haley. Haley. yeah yeah He was Was he the human target? No, no. That was Mark Valley.
1: Okay. The idea is is that he's like a master of disguise. He doesn't have any like superpowers. He's a master of disguise.
0: Yeah, it didn't really make sense. As like as like everything that you're saying is more doesn't really Yeah. But it's
1: it's good. It reads like kind of like a like a good crime fiction thing, because again you're trying to like solve Mm-hmm. Who did this? And yeah, it's really interesting. I like it. Also, the
0: artwork is really great. Oh wow! Oh, so this this is weird. This character is from the fifties.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of characters
0: like that that are like kind of old, and then they bring it back. Um, but Len Len Wine ween wine i think it's ween ween yeah he created hey it's time to go um anyways
1: yeah the guy this uh james tinian is the guy who james tinian the fourth is the guy who wrote nice house on the lake Mm -hmm. uh, which is great he also wrote or is writing uh something is killing the children which is probably my favorite Mm -hmm. current comic so yeah check those out folks
0: this show this comic's still going which one one you're reading, yeah, oh, they took a big break two thousand two thousand ten they stopped, and then they came back in twenty twenty two black label human target, yeah, is black label
1: black labels like their more adult theme stuff okay, do you see I need to it's also sometimes like out of continuity,
0: yeah. Anyways, that's been your two tunes. been Comics Corner with Brandon. Comics Corner. Man, I miss comics, but I don't miss paying for them. Yeah, that's why I buy the collected editions. <clears throat> yeah. I, uh, yeah. My comic book days they were good. And I didn't, like, get the, oh, you gotta get Batman and Superman and... Spider-Man and and Avengers is like no, I got Vertigo titles and yeah, things that like no one knows what these are yeah, like like Fables and Mm -hmm. and all of the spinoffs of that and um, we did uh, we
1: talk about the Fables thing?
0: We had to. We didn't. I don't. I think you and me did. I don't know if we talked about it on the pod. Oh, that he put it out for public public domain public domain yeah yeah and DC was like no, you can't do that. That's not true. But he did. Yeah, I know. And it's just that they're going to have to go to court to like... It's like, I gave it to them. I gave it to everybody. Yeah. Which also, it's based off of characters that they don't own. Yeah. Like they don't own Little Red Riding Hood. <laughs> right. They don't own the three little bears. Yeah. The three bears. Three little bears. <laughs> I'm thinking the three little pigs. Which is also, I think, in there probably. Probably. Jack Horner jack and the beanstalk well he's all the jacks he's, he's all the jacks, jacks fables.
1: i never read those
0: i read all uh, i read it. and then uh cinderella being a spy i read one of those yeah anyway we should go geppetto you don't own geppetto <laughs> anyways we'll see you guys follow next us week. On, <laughs> online
2: follow <laughs> us tell your friends tell follow your enemies all right bye